You are listening to Pokemon Rose, a nostalgic look back at the Pokemon franchise, with your host, Dan Hughes. Wow. 25 years of Ash and Pikachu, or Satoshi, uh, named after the creator of Pokemon Satoshi Tajiri. I, uh, I just watched the last episode, and it was incredibly touching. And I had something planned for this week. I wanted to start talking about the Gold and Silver Generation 2 games, but I can't let the finale of Ash and Pikachu's journey go by unnoticed. Um, I wanted to talk about my experience with the Pokemon anime and where I've kind of been with it throughout the years and how timely I felt the last episode was given this series that I'm doing because leave it to Ash, he basically wrote my thesis for me and it was really affirming to watch that ending show. But where did it all start? Well, back in 1997, if you can believe it, the Pokemon anime started. And what was so interesting was that a lot of people, myself included, engaged with the Pokemon show, or maybe the card game, before they engaged with the video game. I know I wasn't alone in this. Uh, Josh, my friend that I've spoken about, was one of those people who I think had the reverse option. He played the Pokemon games first and then started watching the show. But you really need to understand how big a deal Pokemon was back then. It was everywhere. It was, it was called Pokemania for a reason back in the uh, late 90s. And especially, I'd say the peak was around 2000 with the Gold and Silver release, which I'll talk about more when I talk about those games. Because it is, uh, it, it cannot be understated how much of a behemoth Pokemon was back then. And it was so big that not everyone knew that it started as a game. I don't think I knew because I knew the show. I knew about Ash and Pikachu and Brock and Misty and Gary and all of the starter Pokemon and all of the episodes where Ash was meeting and befriending new Pokemon. That was my introduction to it. And it was a very special introduction because, you know, of course I had heard about it on the playground at school and it's all anybody was talking about. And back then, Pokemon was aired on, uh, I'm aging myself, but whatever, I've already told you how old I was when this game came out. It used to air on the WB network. Uh, and that was not available unless you had basic cable, which we didn't have. So while, uh, the way that I would watch Pokemon is we would go to a little store in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, called Video Update, an old video store. I loved it in there because it was like a window into a different world. There were all kinds of great videos that they had. I mean, of course, all the new releases and things, but they also had episodes of TV shows. They had things like the Goosebumps TV show, which scared the pants off of me. Uh, they had this insane uh, PBS-type show <laughs> that was all about... Uh, horrible horror folk tales from around the world. Uh, if anybody has ever had the nightmare experience of watching Teeny Tiny and the Witch Woman, I'm with you. <laughs> because that's something that was at Video Update, and I would rent every time I was in there for some reason. But the goal of going into Video Update was not to get the pants scared off me, 
or uh, to catch up on Canadian horror with goosebumps. It was to watch Pokemon because they had episodes of the show. They actually had uh, VHS tapes with, it was usually, I think, three or four episodes bundled into it. And so the way that I engaged with the Pokemon anime was I didn't watch it as it was coming out. I didn't catch it on TV. Uh, I watched three or four little episode snippets here and there throughout that first season when Ash was just starting out and working his way through the Indigo League to fight the Elite Four. Some of the episodes I remember renting over and over again. The first one, of course, when Ash and Pikachu meet, and then when they meet Team Rocket and Misty and Brock and go off on their journey together. The other one I remember was when he meets Charmander, this episode that I think lives in infamy almost because uh, a horrible Australian trainer <laughs> had abandoned Charmander because he was too weak. And Ash saw the potential in Charmander and tried to save him. It was a really interesting episode because poor Charmander loved this abusive trainer. And only at the end did he realize that going with Ash was probably a better idea because Ash listened to him and took care of him. I love that episode. Another good one was when they met Togepi, when they got the egg that would eventually hatch Togepi, because it was an episode all about fossils, and Ash gets carried by an Aerodactyl at one point, and that Charmander that he rescued evolved into a Charmeleon, seemingly begrudgingly, to save him, which started a really great little arc about Charizard and Charmeleon uh, being way too powerful for Ash to handle. Something that mirrored the games where if you didn't have enough badges, your Pokemon wouldn't listen to you. Well, the arc of Charizard and Charmeleon, or flip that, reverse it, the arc of Charmeleon and Charizard not listening to Ash uh, was a lot of fun. And it made it that much sweeter when Charizard was finally listening to Ash's commands and they were working together. It was a great show. I think it was silly looking back on it, but it was really emotional too. And I think it was the bane of a lot of parents' existence. I know that my parents uh, very unhappily <laughs> took me to see Pokemon the first movie, which I loved and later realized they despised. But, you know, it was anime in the late 90s. It was a lot of screaming. It was a lot of uh, jokes that fell flat, a lot of puns. Meowth and Team Rocket were the golden standard for puns. But it was really special. And people ask me, why do you study Japanese? Why do you have such an interest in Japan? And I have a lot of different answers for that. My go-to is usually I love the culture and I love video games. But I think if I get more granular, it's because I loved that Pokemon show growing up. And even then, I realized that this thing didn't come from the same place as the Nickelodeon cartoons or the Cartoon Network cartoons or that horrible Teeny Tiny and the Witch Woman cartoon. It came from a different place that spoke to me on a level that I didn't quite understand until much later in my life. This idea of Pokemon, the show, being about following your dream to become a Pokemon master, but not really having that defined for you not even really defining it for yourself, just believing that you would get there one day. 
I carried that message with me for a long time. It would later come out in a fantastic anime called Tengen Topa Gurenlagen, the line, if you can't believe in yourself, then believe in the me who believes in you. And I think Kamina, from Gurenlagen, says it best, but I realized that Ash had been saying that the entire time he was going on his journey, with Ash uh, traveling around the world with Misty, Brock, and Pikachu. It was really emotional to watch this last episode, because I haven't been watching Pokemon for 25 years. Uh, I don't really know anybody who has. But it started me on my own journey that's led me here. And I've definitely been contemplative about what Pokemon has done for me, what I've taken from it, what I've maybe given back to it. And seeing Ash and Pikachu sit underneath a tree with a bunch of Generation 1 Pokemon that he had met on his journey, talking about what it means to be a Pokemon master, to befriend all the Pokemon that you meet, it, it made everything come full circle in a beautiful way. And just like Ash, continuing on his own journey, starting a new beginning with his best friend, I'm very excited and jazzed about this show because I think Ash was very contemplative in that last episode, thinking about what he wants to do, how he wants to achieve his dream. And that involves a lot of looking back and formulating thoughts on what you've been through and where you're going. And that's what I'm hoping to do with this series. So Ash, Satoshi, one step ahead of me, but that's been expected. I'm getting a lot more of a clump than I thought I would on this episode, but you know, that's okay, because that's what Pokemon does for people. It's not the most important, popular franchise in the world for nothing, right? So, from you, 25 years ago, starting this dream, and continuing on with all of us grown up, thank you, Ash and Pikachu. Thank you to the Pokemon Company, and I can't wait to see what we all do next. <laughs>